Wow, welcome to Amuna is our future. Yes, we've inscribed joy. We are inscribing ourselves by joining this week to a new life, a life of Tafshin Pei Base. This is a special new year that we thank God entered together as a people, as a world. And we have to appreciate this beautiful opportunity to join together as one nation and one light unto the world, or Lagoyim. We are together in a real way, in a deep way, and especially when you're Erev Yom Kippur, a time where we fix our relationships, we, bring, we come to a more place of love and forgiveness, we come to a place of connection and oneness, and the united souls is manifesting in all its greatness as Lifne Hashem Titoru, this is Yom Kippur, before Hashem we become pure. It's a very deep concept we're going to talk about in this week's Amuna class, a special edition, because being that we have next week Arab Sukkot, and I'm actually going to be traveling hopefully, and then we're going to have the opportunity in Sukkot to go into the, some of the ideas that we've talked about in this week and bring it alive in real time. And then the most important part, Simcha's Torah, is to then bring it with us, with the light of Torah, with the light of spirituality, into all our Muna classes for the new year to come. Tafshin Pei Base, all the light is being built now, all the energy, all the ritzonus, all the will, all the yearning, all the prayers, everything's being developed right now as we begin this new year. And this is a great opportunity for all of us in a united and a real way, an authentic way, to come together and build a new year, a, a world of joy, a world of happiness, and to be inscribed for joy and for life. This is the Gemach Hasima Tova, this is the complete signing to life that we pray for leading up to Yom Kippur, and wow, they're still in lockdown in Australia, so we definitely have what to do. Thank you for joining us. Everyone who joins us is welcome to give feedback. I'll try to respond and is also welcome to share and bring Amuna Global. AmunaLive.com is the link where you can find this class and all our other main links over there to our website and to our different um, internet platforms like um, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And obviously we have the growing podcast on Breast of Israel. We've got a podcast platform. Everything, thank God, is growing thanks to you guys. And we appreciate it. But it's up to you to really bring it into a bigger awareness because we spoke about in universal awareness something to do with the seven mitzvahs, but they know our seven high laws. We talk about how important that these concepts are universal for the whole world, not just for the Jewish people. And that's very important to remember that everything Rav Shalom Orish is teaching, who's our host, our beloved blessed host, and we wish him a Gamach Simatov and all his family and all of Chitzel Chesed and all the people that have been connected over the years, all our friends and families. We wish everybody a beautiful Chasima, a Chasima Tova, an inscription for life and joy. So let's get into the class. Everyone's watching, everyone's tuning in from a global audience, and we appreciate your time, we appreciate your attendance. But to get to the level of joy, we're going to first have to put out there a lot of concepts. And yes, Shalom, Chasima Tova, someone reached out on YouTube now, we've got Facebook, YouTube, Baruch Hashem, and we will post this also on Instagram, as we said, and the podcast platform, and on our other platforms as LinkedIn, we thank God have a growing page there, and also the Unity Inspires projects, which I'm happy to collaborate with everything we're doing in a universal way. So now, how do we get inscribed for joy? So obviously, we have to bring in the Munizar Future concept of Rav Shalom Orish, that everything we say, all the concepts, 
are very deep and profound, especially with Yom Kippur and Sukkot and Simchas Torah and the climax of Tishrei and the beginning of this new year. So it's a Shemitah year, a special year, Parshas Hazinu that we're going to read and also the completion of the Torah with Zosah Brocha that we're going to read on Simchas Torah. This completion, this time is a profound of importance. And the fact that we have the opportunity to do a class, we didn't have the blessing of a class from Ravorish in English last night, but we did repost the one in Uman because we did get back from Uman and remember that Rav Oresh brought down there how important it is, the praying for people, praying for Israel, praying for the, for the people of the world to have love and to have connection, to have oneness. This is really the last tick and the last big Eitzah, the, the Eitzah Rabbah, this giant advice that Rabbi Nachman talks about in the Kuti Alochis as we go through the process of Rosh Hashanah with the shofar, and we mentioned this in a previous class, the soul within starts to express itself through the shofar, and then we purify our body through Yom Kippur, and then we start to manifest it outside of ourselves, with a lot of an esrog outside of ourselves, and the sukkah surrounding us, and then we, once we're in that safe space, then we can bring it in with the Torah, into with joy and energy into our life. This is the process. These are the concepts of this great advice in everything we're doing, from the wood of the sukkah, from the Lord of Anesrog, everything we do, the kittel we wear on Yom Kippur, this white beggar, this white clothing of purification, it represents that we're heading into a higher world. This is, these are, this is the level of the soul that we need to emphasize, especially this time of year when there's so much right now, so much other energy going on, like we had the Line 11, we remember that day, and all the craziness that's been going on the last few months, just now in Israel, there was Hashem Shemaynu, Hashem should save us and protect us, there was a knife attack in Jerusalem just now, and this is the kind of energy, like we're hearing all the sirens and things are going on, and personally, I have gone through one of the hardest few weeks of my life, well Hashem, thank God, we say thank you Hashem, we thank Hashem for the fact that we have the opportunity to go through such challenges and yet, Baruch Hashem, we still have Shalom Bayes and we still know what Ratzon Hashem is and we keep Halacha and we serve Hashem and we pray to Hashem even during difficult times. Personally, I had to actually rush back from Uman just before Yom Tov because of some of the situations. Thank God I made it back safely and smoothly and I was able to help my son, assist him, make it back. Uh, with Nissan Black and his his wonderful team, Yossi Brown and Yaakov, London, we appreciate their help with my oldest son, was able to make sure he made it back safely, we were able to pick him up from the airport. Thank God everyone had a very uplifting time in Oman, who was there for me personally, being there those first three days, and Shabbos was out this world, and I had the opportunity to touch base with all of you there from Oman in the hotel before I left, and then Rav Oresh, Baruch Hashem, we were able to organize a shir, and Rav Rav Cohen translated. But to remember what Rav Oresh is helping us with, is giving us the practical tools that it's not just about learning the concepts, but we have to bring it alive. And the way, main way, especially in Rabbi Nachman's path, Rabbi Nachman ben Fegel, Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha, is through the path of Hispodidus and prayer, through creating a relationship, a pipeline, through the power of Debo and speech, of bringing, manifesting, as, as a famous non-Jew once wrote, uh, speak your dreams into reality, the idea that we have to speak it into uh, reality. But not all the negative things, God forbid, Hashem should protect us. Any speech that we have when we're in a lower moment should not become reality. But the positive speech, the speech that comes from the soul, should manifest as a true reality. And we should have the power to make a difference with our prayers, especially right now we're saying Avinu Malkeinu, and we're saying all the special prayers in the Shemona Esrei, and we're going to complete that. This Yom Kippur, just two, three days away, we'll already be um, Arab Yom Kippur tomorrow night, 
and we'll be eating every single bite is a mitzvah, and then we come to Yom Kippur itself, Lifna Hashem Titaru, it's what's the Lifna Hashem? To understand that when we're in front of Hashem, we become purified. Why? Because Hashem only sees the soul. Hashem only brings out. Hashem is Baruch Creator. He only knows the truth of who we are. He's a truthful God. He's a truthful Judge. He sees who we are in essence. And in essence, we're a soul. We're part of this realm of you giving us a Rachman, this realm of mercy. And this is as we're getting into these concepts, realize once again, through prayer, we manifest this mercy, we manifest this soul level. And that's why it's important as we talk about these concepts again, bring it into prayer. Ask Hashem to help you understand these concepts. Ask Hashem help to bring it alive. Your prayer services leading up to Yom Kippur and on Yom Kippur, we're still doing Slichot, the 13 levels of mercy we spoke about many times. This is a realm where only soul exists, where only mercy, only positivity. There's none of this realm of of hate, of, of sin, of that's one of the reasons we don't eat nuts during this time period, because we're not involved in any of that level of at all. We're, we're away from the egos, from the sin, from the hate. We're in a realm of pure soul, of pure mercy. And that's the, uh, the wonder of Yom Kippur, that we just, the day itself is mechafe, the day itself purifies us, and it gives a kapara. Like what I was saying in my Relationship Flow podcast just this week, excuse me, to keep dehydrated um, before the fast, everyone should be drinking and eating. We've got to be practical. Also, it's not an easy thing to do to fast full 24 5 hours. And the truth is, I know people who the whole year they don't really keep Torah mitzvahs, but Yom Kippur comes. It's a special day, a day of Kesa, a day of Panemis, a day of inner level that every Jew in the world hopefully relates to on some level and feels that there's a special day about this day and they fast and they purify their soul, their body and they come to a closer level of connection to who they are in a true way because every one of the videos, there's ten of them, you purify. The first one is Mincha and the last, the, the, the last one we only do half a video in at the end of Ni'ilah. So really that's it's continuation from the Mincha all the way through till the whole Yom Kippur, ten videos, ten repentance, ten times we we expose ourselves to really what we've done this year and clean it and purify it again and again, all different levels of the essence of man, of the ten levels of Svira, Elion, or the ten aspects of creation, that we're purifying all aspects of ourselves so we can enter into a new year purified on all the levels of, hu- of the human soul. And that's important to realize that we're going through that process, Yom Kippur. Shem is doing Chesed, but before we even get there, we have to make sure we eat, make sure that we enjoy, we have a Yom Tov before. Yom Kippur, we eat every single bite of Rosodic coins from Selenu, gives us tremendous Kedusha and Tahara. It's almost, it's Ke'ilo like we fasted as well by eating. I don't know if you feel that, but for some reason I always feel after eating uh, the Sudan Masega. By that point, I'm so full and there's so much food, and it's not just even the amount, it's, there's some spirituality going on. I feel like I'm in the middle of a fast. And then we enter the fast, and it's a whole other level of Baruch Shem We can bring out the kingship of Hashem. We become like angels on a certain level. There's a lot of spirituality going on on this wonderful day. And that's what I really want to discuss with you because I just feel like people nowadays, they go to shul and they just sort of experience something, but not the full, the full package. So let me just explain one of the reasons. Why did I include this in black as the... Yeah. Why did I include this in black as the cover picture, because one, it was us together in Uman, after he went to the mikvah, I helped bring him there, because the amount of selfies, the amount of people asking to have a picture with him, meant, you know, he has to have someone walk with him, and, you know, Baruch Hashem, we're old friends, and, you know, we're talking about a lot of important things, and to have that time with him is always appreciated, 
um, the Shabbos before we had together as well, thanks to Shina and his wonderful kindness over there in Oman, a tremendous kindness of the people around Shina. We send big love to them and big blessings, always dedicated to all our friends, all our classes, to the Shina people and to Nissen Black and all his team and to all the good people we're connected with. We always dedicate our class to all the people that watch here. We dedicate our class to you, to Gedalia Fenster, had the merit to see in Oman and give him one of the Rav's books, Niflas Atoda, ones of of thanks, also to Nisim and Yosef, and we've got some other people there who have been friends of ours who we were able to give the book to, to give a big thanks to them, and the new book is now, thank God, going around, and people should still continue to order it, and I'm going to do a check, because there are people who want to still order it, because I think it's sold out, that's one of the reasons we had not many copies left in Uman, I thank God brought a bunch with me, just in case, and also I gave out a lot of Ani Oheb Kol Yehudi, I love all, all different people, and that was those little bands, we gave them out to loads of people while we were there, and also the pamphlet of the round in English, now with the campaign for 30 minutes of prayer, and thank God I'm still receiving every day more and more names, and we want to thank everyone there who keeps sending in and joining us with all your names, all your names um, should be heard, all the feeders, forwarding it on to Rav Oresh. he has bags of names now that she has to go through, and you know, <laughs> One of the things I always thank Hashem, I don't have responsibility over community like he does, um, that you know I can give over some of the ideas of Ravosh and be help partner with him. But to have the responsibility, we shouldn't take for granted these leaders of ours who have so much on their shoulders, so much um, responsibility for us, like the Kohen Godel on Yom Kippur, Lifna Hashem Tataru. He's standing in front of Hashem and he's bringing the Katoyeris to Mahapa, to bring Kapara, to bring purification for all the Jewish people around the world. It's a big responsibility that he prepares every year for this for this time. And we thank Hashem that every year there are those kind of agents who do that kind of purification for the Jewish people. They're praying for the Jewish people and for the world. And they're bringing us to a state, a higher level of forgiveness and a higher level of understanding. Because once you remove all the blockages, all the, the things that take us away from our purpose, then you can start to really tune in to what your sole purpose is. So it's so important Yom Kippur as part of the process of Tishrei and Yom Kippur and then Sukkot. You can't get to Zman Simchatenu, this time of joy. You can't be inscribed for joy until you've gone through the purification of Yom Kippur. So now let's focus in on the joy. So one of the ideas of Lifna Hashem Titaru, how can that bring us to joy, is because you understand that we're going now in front of Hashem on the inner, inner level, the Kodesh Kadoshim. Benimius, what's before the name of Hashem Yud Kevavke? There's a little coach or Yud, a little point that comes out of the Yud. That's the inner, inner level of Hashem. It's the inner level of Chai Yechida, this level of soul, which is Yechida, this Yochid, this unification that takes place in the highest, highest realms, where there's only oneness, and it's a mummish of godly essence, pure godliness. And that place is where we go to on Yom Kippur, Lefnashim Torah, the five prayers connected to the five letters that we are really there in the name of God. There's not just four, Yud Kevav Ke, Yud and He and Abam and He. There's also a hidden Yud inside that first little point, that Lif Ne'er Shem Tatov. That inner level, that fifth level, that inner sanctum is the place of purification where the Kohen Godel goes and brings that, that brings joy. To know that we have such a Nunkai, as they say in Yiddish, such a closeness to our Creator, that we're never really far. We, we fill, as we had last week's Pasha Bielech, and Pasha Zazinu, when we were singing the song, we see, even though it's a Shira Zos, it's a song, and we're, we're, Hashem's talking to us softly and also strongly as well, but in the song, there's a lot of like sh- strong moments there where, you know, we're not behaving so so well. We've got fat, we've exile, we're, we're living it up, and we're stuffing our face rather than facing our stuff, as Gedalia says, and then comes the 
opportunity to purify herself, to get rid of that mistake during this time. And also Sukkot is also a hemshik, a continuation. There is still a continuation of the purification because we go into Golis on a certain level. Like I'm traveling personally, we go out of our house into a Sukkah, into a booth, uh, a place which is not permanent. You know, I'm going to go out straight after Yom pour right outside this window as a Sukkah, and I'm going to make sure all the, the skach is ready. And it's the first thing I'm going to do, Shem Sukkot, and we're going to get ready for this time of Hashem sheltering us. So we realize that even though it's an impermanent gelling, and there's a certain aspect of kapara, of purification, that it takes off some of the sins because we're going on a certain level into exiles that Torah brings. But we're also going into a place of a shelter, the kanfei nisham, the, the idea of the kanfei ashkina, that Hashem Himself is protecting us. And this reality is the truth of who we are as people. The more we realize that we're part of these soul levels, of the Shechina itself, the Hashem's dwelling, Hashem's presence, is within our hearts. Shkanti Basokham is within our homes, and is within every mitzvah that we do, every time we do a commandment, like keeping Yom Kippur, the five aspects we also refrain from. We refrain from eating, we refrain from anointment, we refrain from, from Tashmasamita, from sleeping, relations, I mean, not sleeping, we can sleep, but relations. We refrain from also ointments, we mentioned we refrain from wearing leather. But all the different five levels of that also fix up different aspects of our being. It's brought about down in the beginning of the Mahsal. And this brings us to joy. To understand that all these matanas, all these gifts, every time we do the advice of God. Remember, the mitzvahs are also called by the Zohar, Itim, which is the idea of advice. Every mitzvah is tapping into the advice of the Rabbana Shalom, of the, of the king of the world, the master of the world. It's not the president of America who decides real things. It's not the prime minister of England or the prime minister of Israel. It's Hashem Yisbrach. It's not all the ministries and all these new rules that are going on, Corona Challenge, all these difficulties that people are having traveling and now with schools and trying to do this and do that. It's all the Rabbana Shalom. He decides everything. And right now it's been very hard, I will be honest, to experience the cover-up, the hiddenness, as we mentioned last week's Pasha, the double hiddenness, but at the same time, within that hiddenness comes out a tremendous inner light, like Purim itself, we bring out Megillus Esther, we reveal from the hiddenness a tremendous light, so Purim is, is the spiritual way of doing it, uh, sorry, Yom Kippurim is the spiritual way of doing it, Purim is the physical way of doing it, and comes Sukkah, in, in the middle between these two festivals, between Hanukkah and Purim, which is later on in the year, comes Sukkah and gives the opportunity to bring that into our into our home, into our world. How do we do it? By going out of our home. Because we first have to go into this place of, of joy, into this understanding that there's a level beyond ourselves. Think about it. What makes a person happy? When they're altruistic, when they're caring about other people. So you have a family, for example. You care about your wife. You care about your children. Now, in this generation, I'll be honest, I'm going through a lot of challenges to be able to manifest this joy in my relationships because they're challenges. There's, you know, the kids are not always easy and that's generally for all people nowadays, all parents, especially with all the rules going on that adds tension. You know, your, your son comes back from woman has to go into Badur because quarantine because of this and then, you know, you have to take the vaccine, you have to this, you have to that. So much obligations and, and pressures and you, you want to go there, you have to take a quarantine test, you want to do this, you have to, you know, show this paperwork, you have to fill in this paperwork, you want to go there, you want to do this. Everything's more complex. People are more tense. There's more of a struggle economically. There's more of a struggle emotionally. It's a big 
challenge. And I mentioned in my relationship float podcast, which I re- recommend you guys listening. One of the ways is to laugh, not take it too seriously, and you just to laugh it off. And I talked about that there. But I also mentioned a story that I had in Oman that I met one of the heads of, of an organization that's done a tremendous amount of good. I don't mind saying that, Amudim. And over there, they're helping not only facilitate all the people to be able to come back to Israel that need to through visas, especially the students, and they're also helping with all the mental challenges, but they're also clarifying to all the leaderships in Israel and America that the main challenge right now is not the coronavirus, not the illness, even though that's a challenge, but the main challenge is the effect it's had on our mental well-being and our simcha and our joy and our ability to be happy, to be happy, balanced, successful, normal people. And what normal means, as one of my rabbis once said, zeicher normal abrocha, when you'll be after 120, when you're remembered for being normal. That's an achievement, not just to be a sadiq, but to actually be a normal, healthy person is a massive achievement in our generation. Just to be able to come out with a healthy, normal way of being. And my Rebbe himself, the Tolna Rebbe, told me that even though I'm going through challenges, keep smiling, keep being happy. We have to keep that happy energy. And, you know, one of the people here picked up that I was a bit more solemn the other day. Yeah, because I'm going for a challenge, but you're right. I have to keep the energy no matter what. We have to keep happy and joyous. That's why I put it in a relationship flow. In order to have a successful relationship, you're going to have to fight for joy. As Rev, the Rav Orish has said many, many times, he keeps telling Ellie, smile. He says almost every shit. Walks in, Ellie, smile. He just smile. My Rebbe, the Tom Rebbe says the same thing in Yushalayim. Ellie, smile. You have to smile. Whoever is listening, smile. Smile to your spouse. Smile to your children. Smile to your boss. Smile to your friends. This is the key. And that when we realize that as Yosef Avram saying, there's solace to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the, is, in, is running the world and all the crazy, craziness is to the good, even if it's not apparent, exactly. And that's the idea of having a Muna. <laughs> we're learning here, this is a Muna's our future, that we're learning. And yes, someone here wrote, yes, yes, the energy is, has to be there, the, the, the soul level, the soul is joyous, the soul has infinite connection, it's never down. And once you bring the soul level into your life with Amuna, through speaking it out, through learning, through praying, through going through these mitzvahs like we have, Yom Kippur, then you have the power to generate a tremendous simcha in this world. Someone wrote, don't forget your guitar. Music is a powerful weapon. Okay, I mean, I have my guitar right here. Who wants me to bring it out? If someone says yes, I'll go get it. It's right here. I have to walk off the screen for a second, but you want a guitar? Yes, say yes, say no. If I see a yes, I'll go get it. But until then, and not the yes that was just posted before, a new yes for the music. But anyway, we, to bring out the music level, I want to mention a few things. One, Nissan Black is on the front cover also because he put out a beautiful song called Hope. Yes, someone wrote. And I believe that's for the music this time, this yes. Yeah, okay, someone wrote yes. And yes, another yes. Okay, we'll get the guitar out in a minute. And we have the opportunity for also to listen to a lot of other good artists. Westside Gravy is touring New York and LA the next few weeks. He's someone who came on our show when we have Reb Dain Elgrad. And he is giving everyone the opportunity to tune into his wonderful music and message of unity as well. And thank God we have Rudy Rochman. We can always create some sort of opportunity for him for speaking. And Jodice, Joseph, Monica Ben Abram, lots of good speakers. And we have all our musical guests that have been on our show, Yosef Daniel, a long list. Um, we'd love to bring one day Rafael Ben and Nuriel, again, the full band. Lots of opportunities to connect into my Unity bookings. It's been a tough time period in that respect. So if anyone knows anyone in the promotion world, hotels, all that kind of stuff, I want to bring music to people. And as you guys want music from me, 
I need to give that opportunity also for other musicians who are on a higher level than me musically to give them the opportunity to perform and to inspire audiences in the world and bring them back onto our Muna, show, our Muna tour show, our Muna class show this year, 2021, 2022, 5, 7, 8, 2 should be a year of a lot of success with our Muna class. Now, just a point update before I get into the music, I just want to mention, um, other than me telling you about my, my Unity bookings, one of the big tours I do every year is with Rav Shalom Morish. And last year, um, 2020, we weren't able to do the Amuna tour, unfortunately, because of the corona situation. That's why we switched, as Rav Morish was so excited, we switched to the online opportunity in the studio. Ah, oh, he also wants the music. Okay, so this uh, big vote. We just finished off this point about Rav Morish not being able to do the Amuna tour 2020, because it was looking like 2021 is being delayed. We wanted to do it October 14th to October the 25th to New York and Miami. And there was some requests from other towns and even to UK as well. But it looks like we're going to have to delay it till later 2021, maybe even 2022. We really apologize about that. Just It's just looking more and more that because of the current rules with um, Corona in New York and, and excuse me, and in Miami, it just makes it very difficult, even though there are people who've managed to get there. But I remember it's also a responsibility for me to bring Rav Shalom Morish, an older man, an older Sadiq, to bring him into a place. And there's all these kind of challenges going on. We have to make sure it's healthy and safe. Um, so people's vibe in New York and in Miami is right now to wait a little bit. So I think that's what we're going to do. If I have a conversation with Rav Morish at some point soon and he says, no, last minute and we should go, then I'll make a trip and it might be a bit of a last minute organization, but please God, with everyone's help, we'll be able to make it happen. But either way, we're going to do Amuna classes, no matter what, whether we're in person, as it says, Tashin Pei base is the first letters, Tohei Shanas Ponim Ponim, as Wawai Jacobson brought down, that this should be a year of Ponim Ponim, our faces, face to face. I don't want to just sit here and talk to you through the YouTube and Facebook, I want you guys to talk back to me. That's why I have my course link below, that you need to sign up, and join so we can do face-to-face -face classes through Zoom at least if we can't do it in person. The United Souls course below is a link and you can sign up and we can join each other in October after the Chagim and I'll be happy to do that. But now, music time. Yes, one minute. Please wait for me a moment. Just get my guitar. I didn't have it ready because I didn't know there'd be a request. But that's great that you guys want the music. That's right here in my room, thank God. Nothing to go anywhere. Okay, how exciting. A bit of music. Who would have known? It's even tuned somewhat. Okay, what kind of song should we play today? There's a song we sing on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We say it as part of the uh, Tefillah, especially Rosh Hashanah. Zamru Elikim Zameru. Zamru Elikim Zameru.
singing to our king and then there's another version of the same chords Our children, and all the children that come after, so all the people of the world, in the merit of our fathers and mothers, is going to protect them for all the generations. we have a creator who's looking out for us and protecting us and all the generations and as much as we want to be responsible for our children and, and children's children and try and build the best world we can for them we have to realize that we have a father a loving Avina Malkenu, our creator who's going to inscribe us for, for joy and nachas we just have to let go and allow the creator to do his job by bringing his energy into our life through prayer not trying to control our children but to allow ourselves to go with the flow there's a unity flow I talk about in my unity projects and unity flow podcast I'm going to post this there as well as well as our Munas, our future podcast we had the opportunity of these three podcasts and putting a lot of energy into them because I believe that they're putting out a lot of positive energy even if I'm not always living by it myself as my wife says you're not living by most of the stuff you're even talking about 
But the point is that we have to bring it alive as much as we can. We have to also judge ourselves favorably and we have to build relationships that are eternal. And this is where the source of joy comes from. You know, as a, a famous um, non-Jew that I very much get a lot of inspiration from, Stephen Covey, a Gentile, someone who's inspired me very much, says the key to joy is self-control. We've talked about this here, I'm sure. To have that self-control, just to hold back and let go, not to have to try to control our children or our, our loved ones, to know that there's a higher power, a higher force helping us with our addictions, with our challenges, this whole corona challenge, by letting go to Hashem. For sure, we have to like back people who are doing the fight. We have to help those who are fighting the fight. You know, there are people out there fighting the false systems out there, the false decrees, the false policies of the government. We have to help them, and there's sometimes the government, thank God, we have to help withhold it as well so that it maintains order. There's a balance, like Pirkava says, we need the government on some level. Everything has its place and time. The point is, for ourselves, for our inner worlds, as I was saying on my United Souls course, we have a right eye from Simcha Ben Pashishka. We have the right eye to see, to build the world and people around us. A kind eye, a giving eye, an eye that looks at the good. And then we have a left eye to deal with our own inclinations, our own issues. And we use that left eye, the side of judgment, to work on ourselves, not to put it onto others. It's a big challenge to, to come to that level, but that was the level of the righteous Hasidim and Siddiquim that we say when we say, Uvachin uh, Siddiquim. I play that song. I want to play a song. Of myself that I wrote. I'm just trying to think which one. <laughs> you know, we're coming up to Yom Kippur and Simcha of Sukkot. I have a song Simcha which I sang to you one time. I think there's a song that that I really need to sing right now. It just it gives us the power of forgiveness. The song. backstory to this song. I just say it very quickly while I'm just reminding myself because I don't play so much anymore these days. I just help others play. So I was in a big, big, big party with Prince William in London. My best friend over there. And it was like the upper class people were there. And uh, Fortunately, I met a girl, her name was Emily. We wrote a song with Emily. And then, thank God, as I started cleaning myself and my soul and becoming more aware of who I am and my purpose in this world, I elevated the song to family. There's more to the story, but we'll keep it short. Maybe you'll hear it. Never flooding my heart 
is go ahead, go into Yom Kippur with Simcha, with joy, with energy, realize we're all together in this journey, we're one soul, united souls, we're all building this world to a beautiful place, put in the teachings of gratitude that we've talked about so much from Rav Shalom Oresh and Rav Spodidus and Munah, talk to Hashem, but Emes, from the heart, we're on Yom Kippur, really, and bring that joy into your sukkah, into Simcha's Torah, the climax, Zosa Brocha, to bring that Brocha, and as we know from Moshe said to Yeshua, Rak hazak yamats, only courage and strength. So too, we should give that over as Yeshua did to the Jewish people and to the world. Only courage and strength, only chizuk, only love and encouragement and strength. That's what's needed to survive all the challenges that we have right now. So that's the Eitzah, that's the ultimate Eitzah that Yeshua said to the Jewish people on Simchas Torah and to the world. They said in the Haft Torah, as we finish off the, the special time period, and we go into the new time of Bereshis. So then that's when we'll join each other again. Bashas Bereshis, please go, we'll have a class, hopefully, if I can make one. 
that week, if not, it'll be Parshas Noach, and then we'll update what's going to be with the Munator, what's going to be with our Munakas, with Rav Shalom Arash, and please go, we have lots of guests, lots of blessings, lots of partnership, lots of sharing, bring a Muna Global Live, amunalive.com. Thank you for joining us, this long class, 40 minutes, it's like a mikvah, 40 is a very significant number. Wow. Anyway, whoever managed to stick it out, give yourself a pat on the shoulder and write a little heart to yourself over here. And please, God, we'll be joining each other again, hopefully, with the Binyan Bayashlishi, with the third base of Migdish, a place with a sanctuary, with all our family eternally. And please, God, it will be a beautiful time. Until then, good yom tov, gemach simatova, and chag sameach. Have a happy chag. Enjoy. Peace out.